my dog reminder of a messy Bagging over me, I'll ride I'll drown the pain with another shot Bagging Oklahoma yet again A dark reminder of where I've been Bagging Oklahoma like it or not Y'all gotta find a way to get back out of here Hello everybody, we are finally back We had to take an extended... Uh, Thanksgiving vacation due to uh, COVID, COVID-itis or whatever you want to call it. Jonathan, how you doing, bud? I'm all right, man. Recovery went well. I, I you know, we... No, monoclonal antibodies, that's all I'm going to say. You did get the dose, huh? Oh, yeah. And it's it, had good reviews, I'm good. just saying. You know? it, was like, it was like the next day. Cool. It was like uh, awesome. cleared right up, so... Good. Well, to anybody out there, if you uh, are stricken with the COVID or anything like that, listen to your doctor and definitely... I don't care if you got COVID or just a cold. Avoid people. I don't want your shit. I don't care what it is. You yeah, know? it's like, like <laughs> stop passing your crud to everybody, man. Like I, I went home and I just stayed home and 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 I and I minimized any it's like uh, like if anything I, I only got out in public because doctors forced me out in public over at the VA for no reason. Hey, so. you practice what you preach on the show. <laughs> so. That's why I was like, hey, I mean, we, we we told people to do exactly what he did, so we got well, our karmic debt is washed, right? So you know, <laughs> in with us today is uh, the Oklahoma Enigma himself, as uh, Psychotic Reaction put it. Uh, I guess you're kind of a local ghost story, man. Uh, Christoph Murdoch is in with us today. How you doing, man? I'm all right, man. How you doing oh man peachy it's beautiful today i don't want to go to work tonight it's really this isn't your job it's no what not yet we are work i don't know man <laughs> we're working on it man we're working on it we're Jesus. almost a year in so we it, things take time that's um, true that's unfortunately true. It, took, it took me more than a year before this became my job <laughs> well uh, hey on that how long have you been in this in this gig um I mean, music's all I've ever known. I, like, I've never actually been good at it, but I mean, it's just like all I ever felt. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. No, I mean, like, I used to have a cassette recordings of me at seven years old. Uh, my sister would play the radio announcer, and I always wanted to be. Oh, yeah, that's it's it up. <laughs> that's me, bro. I was that's like, me. I was like that tap noise in the background. I, I was like, it was I, a fan going uh, like, oh hell, this would happen, right? <laughs> I don't like leaving my house. I don't like being in public. I don't like being around people. And so now that Same. you're making me talk and talk about oh. myself, I'm gonna fidget and do things. Uh, I I uh, I suffer from from uh, extreme social anxiety. Oh, me too, amongst man. many other uh, that's why uh, things. Trying but, to uh, trying to make it easy on everybody coming in here, man. It's. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's one of the, the benefits really of doing it out of the house like this is we, we talk about the future plan is to have a, a studio or a, a location that we do the thing out of. Um, but right now it's here. I think it's, it, it's kind of worked to our advantage in that when you bring someone on, if you bring them into your home, it, it kind of helps with uh, easing the tension, so yeah. to speak, you know, it makes it easier to interview and makes them feel like they're trapped. Like kind you're going to throw them down yeah, a fucking you know, pit. And you don't like, you know, <laughs> you don't have to know what's in any basement. Hey, yeah, you don't. Hey, again. hey, every house in Norman has a tornado shelter. Hey, I'm just so. saying, man, mine doesn't. Mine's got to be like the safest oh. fucking house ever. You live in <laughs> old like, Norman. If, you know, I'm trying to kidnap somebody at the safest house ever. <laughs> like dude, plexiglass windows. You can fucking just kick them out and you don't even cut yourself. <laughs> man. <laughs> emergency exit right there buddy man i tell you uh when you're talking about the hell damage you got hit with i, I thought man i i lived in my old neighborhood in norman yeah uh, you know it, it, like i've i've been in the same location for years and 
anytime we've had hell, the worst it's been is dime size. Yeah. And it never affected the cars at all. And uh, this time, got back from tour, Whoa. like literally 15 minutes. I, <laughs> oh, I, like I parked, just got <laughs> like I Like literally, I park the car, I go inside and pee, and I come back out to, to unload the car. And as I get to the front door, bam, oh, hail no. starts. No, when you said you just got back from and tour, it was I was golf like, ball size, like man. You'd it was been golf in, ball. I thought you were saying you'd been in town a couple days. Like no, you just got no, back. No, no, I was going to unload my car. Like literally, <laughs> literally got out of my car, went to the bathroom, came back, golf ball sized hell. Mm. So now I've basically <clears throat> I've been without a vehicle for for two two months. Man, yeah, and it's it's crazy. You drive around town, you see windows still knocked out of cars and stuff like that. It's, That's God. nuts, man. Yeah, I saw people driving around with uh like their back windshield was out and they and they had uh they they had like ratchet straps holding <laughs> holding uh cardboard and and uh and 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 uh tarp over the back window like ratchet straps holding it down it's like that, there's that's a, a uh, sounds about white <laughs> there's a uh, facebook <laughs> there's a uh, facebook group in Oklahoma called uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Car Fells Oh, yeah. if you ever saw that page oh, but like yeah I, I i turn everybody on to that page i'm like i'm like if anybody wants to see something hilarious just go on that page and look at some of the things that drive around oklahoma city because we have no regulations none yeah they see, did no, I, like, <laughs> I like stuff like that because like man the, the, the things that people do it's inventive and it's cool and yeah it's funny but it's like hey what works works and that's cool trying, you gotta do you what know. you gotta do um but I, what I don't like is stuff like the the people of Walmart and stuff. Like I I don't think that's funny. It's all like okay, it's mostly dude, sad. Like, yeah, it's sad, yeah. and yeah. it's all like, dude, yeah. dude, how would you like it? Like you 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 you're you're sick, you're sick. You, you know you've got the COVID or whatever you got, but mm-hmm. you got to get out of bed and go buy some medicine, and you yeah. know, so you show up there in your fucking pajamas, some asshole, and some asshole secretly <laughs> takes a picture. video of you yeah. and, and photo of you and posts it on the line. I mean, like that's just that's just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's just being an asshole. Uh, but honestly, I think the uh, the rebound effect from that kind of shit is happening now because you, you had that kind of shit, then you had the overreaction. Everybody's so sensitive. All yeah. that shit gets shut down and everything, and now the rebound effect of that's coming in. Of, I'm starting to think this is the '90s again, man. People don't give a fuck. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it's shifted drastically in the last year. I, but is it is it really just people that don't give a fuck, or is it just all the redneck assholes we live with? Man, I don't know. I, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I cover a pretty good swath of different people, and they're, they're all from the left to the right. All of them, all of them, Oklahomans in general are yeah, just like, like I said, I'm out. Oklahomans. That's basically redneck assholles, right? I mean, well, there, there's a lot myself of included. You we know, got some I mean, you we got know. some lefties. Uh, there, there's a there's a quite a lefty left scene in in Norman, especially. It's definitely more liberal than in most of the rest of Oklahoma. But I I think across the board, you're just seeing people like i'm checking out of this i'm fucking over it i'm done whatever i'm gonna yeah. say what i'm gonna say and if you like it great if you don't fuck it i don't you know, i don't but, even care anymore well here's the thing and it's like you know and, I, and i've made my mistakes and i've said shit that i shouldn't have said and for, i've been a hey, fucking dick to people amen. we've all been dicks yeah. but i try my best and for many many years now i've been trying my best uh i i live by um have you ever heard of libra Oz? um it's a it's a crowley thing uh, you know who Alistair Crowley mm-hmm, is, right? Mm-hmm. So look up Libra Oz, and basically, it's do what thou wilt. But it's ba- basically it's all like you know, you can do what you want, you can drink what you want, you can party how you want, you can fuck who you want, you can love who you want, you can do whatever. 
fuck the laws, do whatever you want that makes you happy and you, you, as long as you don't step on yeah. somebody else's toes. No victim Because if somebody has, steps on your toes, you have the right to fucking kill them same way. Right. They have the right to fucking kill you. So I try my best to just be me, do me, do whatever the fuck I want, and not be an asshole to people. Yeah. You know, people are like, like, you know, I just, I just want to, it's like, whatever, you know, you do you, I'm going to do me. I'm going to try my best not to step on your fucking toes. And... That's that's how I try to leave. That's uh, basically my same philosophy. I, um, <clears throat> do what you want to do as long as there's no uh, no uh, victimization in there. I yeah. think uh, that's it's whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, so that's a good philosophy to live by, anyways. I don't care what religion or philosophy you subscribe by. Exactly. Don't be an asshole. Usually wins in most cases. You know, and it's like <laughs> you can. You know, say what you want to say and spout your beliefs and everything, and that's fine. Cool. Like, I've got plenty of friends that I think are fucking dumb whenever they start talking their politics or whatever, you yeah. know? But uh, they're not forcing it onto me. They're not changing my mind. Yeah, and they're not and they're yeah. not trying to force their beliefs onto me. You know, they, they're like, this is what I do and I believe. And you believe differently, and that's fine. I'm like, cool. It's the people who say, no, 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 I'm right, you're wrong, Christoph. You need to. Right, those are the right, people right. that I delete out of my life. The other people, I don't care. It's like, cool. You do you. I, I think you're wrong, but you do you. And we're fine, you know. Well, and it's it's like right. people tend to forget that what we're really arguing about is how we're going to divvy up the tax dollars. Like that's really at its core. That's what we're arguing about. People get very emotional. <laughs> Because there's emotional issues that get brought up. I mean, obviously, with politics, yeah, uh, that's one of the most. It's funny we've had a conversation how we're not going to get political. We're and not. The first thing, <laughs> we're not. The first thing we do. The oh no, first no, no, thing no, we no, do. No. We start. We're not spouting politics. beliefs. That's quite. Tell that's quite another thing. <laughs> Uh, no, no, but the political debate, I don't, that's another thing. It's a we, trap. That's another thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's another thing I think with the rebound we're talking about with just uh, people just checking out and not giving a shit. I think we're seeing that with people in politics. But a lot of it, too, is just uh, I don't think people have a lot of faith in our leadership on either side of the aisle yeah. right now. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, I hated the last guy. I, uh, but I hate the I have liked too. Like, any uh, of the guys what, I don't since get, like, yeah, I voted. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, I, people, I, I've hated all of them for the last 30 years. People, <laughs> I mean, people assume like, because you don't like one guy, you must love the right, other guy. Right. Which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I was anti-Trump, so, and, and I had a discussion with this person, somebody in my family. I was anti-Trump one time, and they posted on onto my Facebook wall. I was like, okay, now you cross the line. You're posting on my wall. Because I'm anti-Trump, you assume that I'm pro-Hillary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you said, because of that, you basically said I'm pro-rape. And I was all like, fuck. What kind of no. mental gymnastics did he pull to... Wow. Wow, right? Right? <laughs> I was mad. I was furiously <laughs> mad. Oh, my God. And I, I bit my tongue because I don't argue online. Nah, yeah, I don't useless, argue online. Useless. I bit my tongue. And then at family dinner, I, I called her out one year at a family dinner with careful, everybody there. Careful there. I recently uh, made, like, because, uh, you know, I, I, 
I hang out at some of the bars downtown and like um, you know like and I and I've come to the conclusion that um that everybody tries to give you their advice on everything on every subject under oh the sun God. medical advice all this type of stuff and so I've learned that I no longer take medical advice from from drug addicts. It's <laughs> uh, good policy. I mean, I mean, it Man, seems no, legitimate. No, no. Drug addicts. I mean, but they, I mean, but I mean, I mean, know. literally, the person would be like my like like I was watching South Park. That there's a there's a post pandemic episode. The most beautiful line inside that ep- like one of the best lines in that whole episode was was that the guy one of the characters refused to take the vaccine and and it was like 30 years later so covid's been around for 30 years and and so and he still refuses to take the vaccine they're like the one person in this entire state city doesn't have the vaccine and and i don't know where like um the girl comes over and she's an adult now she's supposed to be like the winding testaburger the good girl and she comes over and she's like hey you want to do a bump and he's like what yeah, I want to do a bump. And so, like, they're about to do coke, and then I don't know where he's like, wait, is this powdered, uh, powdered version of the of the COVID vaccine? And she's like, sorry, guys, sorry, guys, we're trying to get him, right? But then he, but right before he did all that, he was like, my body's my temple. I ain't putting that shit in my body. But he was willing to put well, random drugs I, I inside mean, his body. it is cocaine. You know? It's easier to, that's why you never see an advertisement for cocaine. You don't have to tell people it's good. It's instinctive. We know it's good. You know, cocaine used to be... <laughs> It used to be what doctors prescribed. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I tell you, that's one thing I got a kick out of when the when it all started to really fire up and the fear got going. And me and Jonathan were talking. We're like, you know, I just have a hard time listening to people's opinions who I know have stuck way worse shit in their veins than that vaccine and telling me, man, that's not good for your health. Like, dude, three weeks ago, you were sucking dick behind the loony bin before a bump. <laughs> Don't. Don't talk to me about being a temple for health. Right? You know what I mean? Right? So I'm I talk saying. to a doctor, I make my decision, and I don't care what. I, I honestly have said this since the start. I don't give a shit what other people decide to do. I decided yeah. what I wanted to do, but I don't care what anybody decides to do. Yeah. I, I used to be, uh, you know, pretty judgmental for against all the, all the fucking uh, crackheads and dope fiends that I knew. Back in the day, I, you know, I was straight edge, and I was all like, fuck all you guys. And yeah, I, I've lightened up. I'm like, yeah, fuck you if you're going to try and steal from me. Keep but otherwise, you're all right. Well, you like, know? Acquaintance. Um, yeah. Acquaintances. Yeah, I, mean, I went, I went, like, I went to a... Uh, don't do what they're going to do, you know? Yeah. I went to like I, a... I don't judge them now because, you know, hey, I get it. Like, hook, most Like, you know, I suffer from chronic pain, and I get it now. <laughs> yeah. It's like a itch that can't be scratched sometimes. Right? Yeah, I went to like a uh, family uh, event thing, and um, and I was talking about somebody one of my friends and i'm not going to go deep into that but uh but it like that they that they do coke and i said yeah but you know they're always like they're always high all the time whenever they're out and they're they're pretty professional and my and my sister goes and you're still friends with this person like all judgmental and i was like i mean i've been friends with them for years i'm not gonna st-. i was like they're not like your typical it's not the cokeheads that I, was, I was like yeah they're habit. not that that cokehead they, the they, they're pretty they... maintainably maintain a pretty fucking solid professional life yeah. you know it's the cokeheads so. that can't afford their habit those are the ones well, you gotta you know <laughs> right i mean i know i know fucking meth addicts that won't fucking steal from you and keep their shit under control to an extent it's a type it's you the know? type of person it's yeah. not yeah. the substance yeah i mean it's the substance like, amplifies whatever was already in there right you know? right but you know there's shit. there's plenty of people that you know it's like yeah you chose a drug that's fucking a hell of a drug and it's gonna eat you the fuck up but you know you're still more or less a good person <laughs> it's your choices that's the thing you yeah. know? and I've gone, I've run the gamut with them all I mean I've, I've except for the experimental shit they have coming out now I don't fuck around all that much anymore but yeah uh, 
Yeah, and it's just it sucks when you see someone getting caught up in it, but at the same time, you can be in the middle of it and not have a clue what the fuck is going on until it's well, too late. Well, pretty much any time I try a drug, if I like it, then I know I don't want to take yeah. it ever again. Yeah. I'm like, I like this, so let's not ever take that again <laughs> because I don't want to be what I've always talked shit about. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, en- we'll enjoy it now, though. Tonight. I, hey. I mean, but this is the last yeah, time. I've had to the do last that. last time. It's like, I enjoyed this way too much. Sorry. Done. A lot of so the, there's certain things like... The opiates are that I way know, I, I know I'm going to like it too much, so I won't fucking try it. You know, I used to I used to not drink until I had until I had my uh, first shot of Jim Beam. <laughs> you know, I like I I still to this day have never had cocaine, and uh, I want to, but yeah. I know I'm going to like it too much. I think it's kind of ran its course with society. <laughs> uh, I think we're on the verge of an of a psychedelic revolution. I think that's the next. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to like the cocaine too much, so I won't try it. <laughs> I don't want to end up being like George Jones. Yeah! And uh, <laughs> oh, going to the liquor store and a lawnmower. And... Yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever like have you ever read any of his books? George like, Jones was my first concert. My dad took me to. Yeah, ever. It's, oh it's, man, did he show love up? him. Oh, he showed up. Yeah. <laughs> he did. I don't know if it was the bit because Ron White was the comedic opener oh, okay. at the time, and uh, yeah, it was like thirty minutes in between, and then the music would play, and the light went to the entrance, and it still like. 30 seconds, 45 when, seconds. When oh, I saw him, when I saw him, his bass player opened up. His yeah, bass player opened band, up when yeah. I saw him. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember there being a comedian. I don't know. But uh, uh, what was I going to say? I totally went blue. George Jones. I, I know we're talking about George Jones. Getting but... fucked on cocaine and driving to the liquor store on a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. He's like, if, I know if you read his book and shit, like... He was so fucking high and drunk oh, all the time that he had different fucking voices and he talked to people in a Donald Duck voice and he had its own personality and it was this <laughs> Donald Duck voice, the duck, was fucking different than him and would do all this water. As I like, I don't want to go around talking like a fucking duck. I'm, I'm staying away from cocaine. <laughs> cocaine will definitely. <laughs> so, so thanks to George Jones. I will never try cocaine, but God, it sounds like a blast, and I would love to try it, but I, I think I might like it too It much. will definitely make you sound like that. I, I have ADHD, so I'm, my brain's already moving fast, and so I don't even want to know what would happen if I did that you shit. you probably fucking go Because I, I probably just look at somebody, oh my God, I was, you know. Like, I just, I, there was a dude I worked with years ago, and he was severe ADHD. Like, he couldn't function without, uh, he was on Ritalin, he was old school, you know, and, yeah. And uh, he got in trouble with uh, methamphetamines earlier in life, and he was telling me that it's the effect it had on him. His brain is so fucked that he would do meth, and it, he would sleep for two days. Oh wow! Yeah, I was like, wow, that's that's odd because uh, well, it, it, <laughs> you know, that's just, man, body chemistry is so stuff, weird. Everything so affects people differently. That's the reason. That's the reason why even like you know even like the drugs you're prescribed to by your doctor for mental health and everything like they work different on every person so it's always like a guessing game we're going, we'll uh, try this no we'll try that they gotta, we'll try they this kind of find that balance somewhere you, you know? know because nobody it's a guessing game nobody knows what the hell they're doing because the stuff like I mean every, like every every uh, mental health drug was actually a drug made for something else and then yeah. they discovered that it did this thing. For some people, for a percentage of the population, so now they're just like, okay, well, we're gonna try, and we'll just try a cocktail of things until we find something that like uh, makes you look more sane and stable. It's it's 
that's one thing that I've always been fascinated by is just the electrochemistry of the brain. Yeah. And uh, and obviously my uh, being a fan of the marijuana and psychedelics. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that shit is wild. And when you when you get in some of those states, we'll say. Um, especially like I, I took a DMT trip and, uh, I don't drink hardly anymore at, at all. Yeah. It just turned it off. Like I didn't even try it. That wasn't even an intended side effect. So, uh, and that takes you to such a far out place. It's, it's like, it makes you question what is reality. It's just a bunch of molecules firing off in your brain. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> it's wild. <laughs> well, uh, before we get into the deep, what is this questions? <laughs> uh, so what do you got coming up, Gigs? Uh, seen you had a, 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 a little tour here in December coming up with a band called Had Enough. It's uh, not a band; that's a rapper. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Brandon Had Enough. Uh, Had Enough is the name, but his name's Brandon. Okay, I, I don't, I'm just talking. Let me let me find my uh, flyer because I can't remember. Man, that's going to be interesting. Somebody's going to be like, "Yeah, let's, let's go, Brandon Had Enough." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd seen all that on Facebook. I had no idea what it was, and I finally had to go and find it. And I'm like, oh, huh. It's pretty fucking That's hilarious. Pretty funny. It, it's pretty funny. funny. I, I don't. I, I mean, if they would have did that, like they tried to do it to Trump, but it, it didn't work well, out and as honestly, well. Well, honestly, it is. The but, exactly, it, but it is pretty fucking hilarious. Exactly <laughs> what you would expect out of NASCAR crowd. I have to, yeah. I mean, that gave you exactly what you I, expected. Well, the to news see. reporter is really what what really created that whole that whole statement because she goes she because she couldn't actually hear what they were saying. And so, like, to her, she thought that they were actually saying, like, that they, they probably told her in her ear, oh, yeah. oh, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. So then she's like, oh, yeah, they're they're saying, let's go, Brandon. They they're cheering for you. Left her out but in dry. the background, all you hear is, 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 fuck Joe Biden. And so, like, there, so that's where that coordination came together. It's really the reporter that, that made that happen because she didn't, because they were trying to avoid. And, yeah. and, and they she, ended up creating a she whole. She looks like an idiot. And what's funny is the result. number one songs. Uh, so, right now, uh, and, and this is something that I just like to point out why I always try to point out that maybe not everybody likes everybody, you know, is because, like, I fucking hate all politicians. But number one, that the number one song. Uh, of uh, on iTunes, if you look, it's like in the top ten. Number one, number three, and number five are all "Let's Go Brandon" raps by oh all black people. So obviously, those black people don't like fucking Joe Biden either. So yeah, I'm apparently, just saying, only thirty eight percent of the country likes him. That's yeah. what he's polling at, and you so, know they're polling mostly left to get higher numbers. So I don't know. That's not looking good. Uh, I, I'm actually concerned for our president as a human being, like looking at him as an old man. He doesn't what, look- what happened to no politics? Well, <laughs> well, you know, whatever. Hey, man, yeah, I was just talking no, about I'm let's okay. go, Brandon. I'm okay. I'm okay. I just, uh, I just think it's funny because we had this whole conversation about we're not going to get political. We well, steer away from that. Anytime somebody talks politics, we quickly try to change it. Controversial. And then, and then you keep I don't think let's go, Brandon. Controversial. That's a, that's a just something that happens. That's just hilarious. Yeah. No, I, well, I fucking hate every president that I've ever had in my life, and some presidents that uh from before i was born too that i read enough about <laughs> uh, well i mean and, and that's another thing is if we're gonna uh, we'll just end the politics here if, if people would look at how the government works you would really come into focus at how hard it is to really make things happen to push a bill through yeah oh yeah it's it moves so slowly and it, it's, well, it's frustrating it's because it takes a lot of money yeah exchanging hands with the right people yeah. and you know sometimes Making it takes a little bit of time and, yeah. to uh Guess what that right amount's going to be, and you got to run to the bank a few times, but it's that offshore bank. Yeah, you know. You know. 
Un- we're, we're, untouched tax dollars yeah, and such. You know, so you know, it, it, black, it takes time. It takes black, time. Dark money. Black, black budget. <laughs> dark ops. So Swiss bank accounts. Tour. Okay, so the Living Dead tour. Uh, the Living Dead tour, it's uh, Had Enough and it's myself. He's uh, uh, kind of a horror core rapper from here in Oklahoma. Okay. Got to get him on your show. He's fucking, he's phenomenal. Yeah, I'll reach out to him. And um, I, I'll be doing my acoustic set. And we got DJ Corrosion with us. Um, and also uh, Roach from, uh, uh, oh my God, he's going to kick my ass because I just went blank on his band name. Devils and Chronic. Uh, the, the rap group Devils and Chronic. Roach, he's going to be with us too, I think, on a couple dates. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're going to kick off on the 7th in Tulsa. Uh, Blackbird on Pearl. That's yeah. a nice joint. And then uh, then we're going to go to uh, the Patron Night Club in Salina, Kansas the next day. And then uh, Lefties in Des Moines, Iowa on the 9th. Uh, the 10th at the Nebraska Bar and Grill in Lincoln, Nebraska. And the 11th at TJ Leland's in Pittsburgh, Kansas. And then I got to come home and take care of my chickens. Hey. <laughs> Got to keep the lights on, I man. Can't, you know? I can't do uh, I can't do long tours anymore. So uh, everything that I'm going to do from now on is going to be like three to five days uh, max because I've got I've got to take care of my pets. My my cat, so mostly my mostly regional, like yeah. regional type areas. Southwest. Yeah, yeah I know. You I know. know uh, what is it? Um, that one rapper, uh, Tech Nine. Tech Nine. He he has a uh, he has a set travel pattern. He goes from like Washington to Oregon to Idaho. Yeah down to colorado and then he comes down for to like oklahoma kansas texas and then he goes back up and yeah. he just goes back and forth like that a couple times a year so i mean that's kind of a regional way of doing it well you of. know and i gotta I, I have to figure out where i'm gonna go from now on like brandon he set this whole tour up i uh a lot of the people that i dealt with are are, are fucking dead or the bars closed down during covid Dude, uh, yeah. you know uh so i you know i, I i've got to make all new contacts uh, but I, I, yeah, I'm pretty much going to be staying regional because, you know, I don't have a partner to stay home and help take care of my, my pets, right. you know, and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking old now and I don't really give a shit about anything <laughs> anymore, but my cat and my chickens give me joy and I want to take care of them more than I want to go out and fucking party and play music. You know, I, I play music. It's what I do. I don't know how not to do it, but also, you know, I mean, like, Still got to live, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to be doing it locally very much anymore because, you know, fuck you guys. Y'all want to keep ripping <laughs> me off? Y'all want to keep, like, promising me one money and then giving me something else? Well, okay. So, like, there's all these clubs that I refuse to play anymore. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm just going to kind of, you know, with- like, like with the band, I think we're going to we're gonna record a bunch of demos and uh, try after Christmas is over. We're going to try and see if we can find a touring drummer. So that way we can get on the road a little bit too. Uh, but yeah, I think we're just pretty much not going to be playing locally as often, you know, do you see it, um, with clubs closing? Is it, is it kind of the same ownership and management buying them back up again? So that's like a cycle or are you seeing new management come in to where you might have a better opportunity going forward? It, it varies. I've seen both. Oh, yeah. I've seen both. And uh, I, I should probably get closer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've seen both. Um, you know, like locally, you know, like one of the club owners, like there's one guy that kept going and getting new places and new places and trying things out. And then, he, you know, he stopped buying places. So then he started working with other places. But then when the owners started being dicks he's, and ripping people off or whatever, he's like, yeah, fuck you, I'm gone. And he quit. I'm leaving names out on purpose. Well, sure, 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 sure. Even though... 
even though I don't agree with people, or even so, some of these people have pissed me the fuck off, and I was like, fuck you guys, you ripped me off, you owe me money. I, I, I'm i not going to go and bla- put people on blast right, anymore. Right. Because, you know, that's not everybody at the fucking place. Yeah. And, you know, why give everybody there a bad name? Some people are just there trying to make a dollar or two, just like me. Uh, so, you know, I, 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 you know I'm not going to bash people. I, I'm going to bash them, but I'm not going to bash them with their names. <laughs> well, and, and, and people, uh, anybody that might stumble across this show and think that it's all sunshine and roses getting into the music game might want to hear some of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting ripped off and getting judged uh, is a frequent uh, thing if you're going to be a performing artist oh my god you know getting judged you know how many times i've gone to fucking play a venue and they're all like oh yeah we looked you up we read all about you we're excited to have you play and then i get there and they're all like this is <laughs> you're fucking weird we don't like what look at you why do you look like i was like dude if you looked me up i look the fucking same <laughs> this is how i dress i uh, this is how i play this is what i do fuck you yeah and, and you know and then they try and rip me off money you know, I'm like, or, or there's so many clubs that literally do not have a following at the club at all. You know, like literally I'll show up and there's nobody there drinking. And I show up hours early, hours before a gig. Nobody's there drinking. Nobody ever comes. That's where the only people that I see are people that I know. And it's your in. fault. So Yeah, but then yeah. it's my fault. And so they don't want to pay me. And I'm all like, that. that's the reason why these places locally, why I don't fucking play them anymore. You know? Uh, there's still there's still some good places that I do play and places that I like. Um, and uh, speaking of places that I like, uh, I did move my Christmas party to a different club this year. I'm giving a, a different club a shot, but that doesn't mean that I don't like. You know, it. it we're we're going to the Resonator sure, this year. Sure, sure. It's been for the past four years. My my Christmas party's been at the Red Brick Bar, um, and I still love Red Brick Bar. I, I mean, I have my issues with Mark sometimes, and we talk it out, but, you know, I still love Mark. We're still good friends, and I still play the Red Brick Bar. Um, but when I moved the Christmas party, we're, we're just trying it at a different venue. It's a little bit more freestanding space, and um, so many years in a row now, like, I've had, you know, we've got, we've got friends and followers that are, like, in the 18 to 20 range, and, and some of them are standing outside in the cold listening to us play at Christmas because it's the only time of year where I do a Christmas set oh. one time and I don't play these songs otherwise. You know, so, you know, I, I'm trying this place where they can actually come in, you know, come in and enjoy the festivities this year, you know. Cool. Uh, give it a shot, see how it goes. And uh, if it works out well, maybe we'll keep the Christmas party there. If it doesn't, uh, then maybe we'll try and go back to the Red Brick. I'm definitely going to keep it in Norman every year. Hmm. You know, even if I have to go and rent out the uh, uh, the Legion Hall like I used to do back in the day for concerts, I'm going to keep my party in Norman every year because it's a Norman party, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, <laughs> hey, oh. I love it, Norman, man. I've lived so here. So I should talk about my Christmas party now. No, no, should... no, 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 no. I was going to do that to end the show. Oh, okay. Do you so want to uh, you want to play a couple tunes or? Uh, what do you want me to play? Well, I don't know. I like that one. Which one? Life of an Outlaw. Life of an Outlaw. I can do that. All right. So uh, I actually I wrote this one. Uh, in one of my quote-unquote retirements from music. And uh, I was going to let my buddy Casper McWade, another guy you have to have on the show, he does country music and he does rock music. Um, Casper McWade? Yeah. Okay. And uh, he uh, he tours all the time. He's a good guy. And uh, I wrote this song. Originally, I was going to try and co-write it with him. I, I always wanted it to be for his voice. And uh, 
he's he's got an amazing country voice. Uh, never got the chance to like our schedules didn't mash up, so I just wrote it myself. And then it was such a good song, I was all like, "Fuck you, I'm going to keep it." And I started playing music <laughs> again. I just couldn't help myself. And uh, but then it, like he recorded it on one of his albums, and it's like his version you can hear on all the jukeboxes and stuff at the bars. Cool. And uh, his, well, did you say that his this was, was a lot more traditional country, like modern? Did you say this song was the first you got an actual paycheck for, right? Yes. That is uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, I was on the next GAC star on the Great American Country Network awesome. on the television show. And uh, they played a portion of my music video for it. And um, uh, that's where I got my, my first uh, check from ASCAP. Awesome. Uh, and uh, so it's always my favorite because of that. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's do it. Well, some call me an outlaw, some call me a fool, living life the way that I do. Well, I can't do what they tell me, I can't follow the rules, I can't cage myself in like they do. Been burning the my house, driving town to town, watching those white lines fly by. Well, you know that I'd slow down if I was ever given that the chance. Well, if I did, I'm afraid I might die. The life of an outlaw ain't easy, you see. Living your life on the road. Singing your songs, trying to get paid. And spending your nights all alone. Well, I've been called a bruiser. You know, I've been called a loser. Well, that just ain't the real me. Why don't you try walking in my shoes where you cast any of them their stones? And don't you speak till you don't seen what I've seen. Through every little town, down all them back roads, no matter whom I should meet. Well, it's always been the same. I'm sick and tired of all these here fucking games. So I gotta keep moving my feet. The life of an outlaw ain't easy, you see. Living your life on the road. Singing your songs and trying to get paid. And spending your nights all alone. The life of an Lord ain't easy, you see Living your life on the road Just singing your songs And trying to get paid And spending your nights all alone Cool! <laughs> so y'all want to talk or do more songs? Uh, if you want to do a Christmas one, we'll lead in from there. We'll go into the uh, Krampus party you're having. Are we already ending the show this quick? No, no, no. Let's it's just like we'll go into that, and then we'll talk about the movie. <laughs> what, what Christmas song do you want to hear? Uh, do the one that you gate up. <laughs> the one that I gate up. <laughs> <laughs>
baby, a slip a saber under the tree for me. I've been an awful good girl, I sent a baby, a hurry down the chimney tonight. I sent a baby, a 54 convertible to a light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear. I sent a baby, a hurry down the chimney tonight. I think of all the fun I missed. I think of all the fellas that I ain't kissed. A next year'll be just as good if you check off my Christmas list. I sent a baby, I really want a yacht, and that's not a lot. I ain't an angel all year. I sent a baby, a hurry down the chimney tonight. I sent a honey, there's one more thing that I really do need as a deed. I do a platinum mine. I sent a honey, a hurry down the chimney tonight. You can trim my Christmas tree With some decorations by the Tiffany's I really do believe in you Oh, let's see if you believe in me A Santa baby There's one more thing that I really do need A ring I don't mean on the phone A Santa cutie A hurry down the chimney tonight A hurry down the chimney tonight A hurry down the chimney tonight Woohoo! Very good, man. Thank you for playing that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I said gay it up, but really all you did was sing a song from a female perspective as a dude. Yeah, you know. <laughs> usually, usually that 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 uh that that those lyrics ring pretty true. But uh, uh, my last Red Brick show, all the boys lined up to kiss me while I was on stage. <laughs> so 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 I don't know if Santa's gonna come see me this year. Thanks a lot, Wolf Ugly. Thanks a lot, Kit Bay. Oh, Wolf Ugly. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get those dudes on, man. Those dudes seem like yeah, a they, lot they, of fun. They all decided. You know, all, all those people decided to come make out with me on stage. It was fucking awful. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't that bad. It was when it was when my bass player, Fuck Yoon, uh, decided to do it. God, that was nasty. It was all slobbery and wet. <laughs> <laughs> this and more, everybody, you can see at uh, The Resonator. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, tell us about how this whole thing even started to begin with. This is your uh, says fifth annual. Yeah. So, uh, um, well, my, my friend Darlington um, kind of kind of punk, kind of poppy punk, kind of power pop, kind of sweater rock, kind of like a bunch of shit. I don't fucking know. I, I'm bad at deciding what genres are. I mean, what's this for? Oh, because I keep making noise. <laughs> <laughs> Try and work with the problem, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I got. Um, That's what I got it for. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I like I, I I dabble in so many genres. It's hard for me to pick out genres. Like music's right, just right, music right. to me. You know. Um, but uh, we decided to throw a Christmas party one year. We fucking love it. We both are big fans of Christmas. I drank too much. I'm sitting here belching. <laughs> okay. Um. 
uh, we, you know, so we, we decided, hey, let's start a Christmas party, and we did it at Red Brick Bar. That's where we've been doing it for all these years. This is the first year somewhere else at Resonator. I got to remember, because I'm so used to saying so, Red Brick, I got to remember to say Resonator yeah. so people don't get confused. Still in Norman, everybody. Still in Norman. Don't want them to show up at the wrong venue. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we get a bunch of bands together. We have all the bands cover Christmas songs in their sets. Uh, one year we had uh, Psychotic Reaction play oh, one year. Um, good dudes. And uh, everybody covers Christmas songs. We decorate the place. We have fun. We get festive. We throw out. Uh, we do a uh, white elephant gift exchange. Bring a gift, get a gift. We always have enough presents. Everybody gets something, even if they uh, they don't bring one. Everybody gets a gift. You know, there's always enough. Uh, we do a ugly sweater contest. Like I had a like a Rusty's uh, frozen custard and uh, a couple of the uh, tattoo shops. Uh, the past couple of years gave us some gift certificates to give away for the prize winners. Cool. Um, and I got to go talk to everybody, see if I can get some prizes gathered up again this year. Uh, the uh, um, guest room records, uh, they usually donate some gifts for me to give away as well. You know, so it's like a lot of my own money, but then also a lot of these places help out with some stuff as well. We might be able to <clears throat> pitch in toy if you're doing a toy drive or something like that. We might be Let's able see, to see here's the thing. This is this is not th- this party everybody does a toy drive. Everybody does let's help out the less fortunate. Nobody does anything, hey, let's party and have a good time and give gifts to no, ourselves. No, we're all about that life. That's what this is. Let's this, do this. this is the one Christmas show. <laughs> this is the one Christmas show where you're allowed to get your Grinch on and be like, this is all about me. <laughs> and yeah. you go there to get a present for yourself. I, uh, I dress up as punk rock Santa. During my set in between songs, I pass out gifts like fucking uh, comic books, CDs, DVDs, Blu-rays, action figures. Uh to go to everybody in the audience, like, so they can have their own, you know, like it's all about having a good time and feeling good in a time of year where everybody feels like shit, you know, uh, you know, seasonal depression. That's a real fucking thing. And and you're always so busy helping out other people. You forget to take care of yourself at this time of year, you know, like even if you don't suffer from stuff already like me, and then you have that depression on top of it. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, it's, it's fucking, it's just about letting loose, having a good time, and thinking about yourself for one fucking day during the holiday season that you're always, like, you're guilted if you if you don't think about everybody else and be like, you got to help the children, you got to help the poor, you got to love your family even though they're assholes, and you got to buy all them presents, and nobody, nobody stops to think, hey, maybe I should take care of myself. Yeah. Maybe I should go to a party, and uh, that's what and that's what this night's about: taking care of yourself and just having a good fucking time, and and getting your Grinch on and being a greedy bitch. Let's do that. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, I'm assuming it's probably adults only. Doesn't specify. Uh, no, well, I mean it's an adult party, but like I said, I moved it this year, so you know even the people <clears throat> that are not 21 can show up this year. Okay, uh, but you know, I mean, I wouldn't bring your little kid to it. You know, and I mean, some people probably will and that's on them but we're not going to tone it down you know uh yeah you know like i mean you know well obviously i you know i sing stuff like santa baby and it comes out a little uh a little gay um (laughs) you know my my buddy darlington she is uh trans and even has a song uh a new single called brand new pussy huh uh you know 
we're, we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna um we're not gonna tone shit down because somebody brought a five year old. You didn't gay it up. You sang the song as it's written. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's just written from a female perspective. I, I think I think it's just because it's me. It, it just sounds gay because things that I do sound gay. I don't know. I've been accused of being gay so many times. Every dude on this planet has, and about uh, oh, yeah. there's some of them that yeah, end but up being I, right. I, I sit at home and watch musicals and collect dolls. So, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I understand why yeah. people think that I am, and I've got a lot of friends who are. I, I'm just not. Yeah, I, you know, I would be if I could because I'm lonely. But I, <laughs> well, I'm just not. It's, dolls or action figures? Take your pick. It's the same I thing. Just <laughs> <laughs> my house is packed full. Packed full, but I do love it. Um, when you walk into my bedroom, right above the door, there's a shelf above the door, so you don't see it. But then, like, like if I bring a girl home, and she lays down on my bed, and then she looks up, there's about sixty or seventy monster high dolls all <laughs> staring down at her. <laughs> <laughs> So if you're one of the unlucky few to actually get that far, <laughs> you probably don't come back. <laughs> and, and if she if she looks up and says, "Hey, that's really cool," the next time we talk to you, you'll have a ring on your finger, probably. <laughs> I, I, you know, I've, I've I've had a couple people that are okay with it, but nobody's ever said that's really cool. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Uh, um, I will definitely uh, look at getting over there for that. I'm usually free on Saturdays, so uh, right on. Definitely, that would be something fun to do. Uh, yeah, um, you know, I, man, I it's a blast. I I really do like. I I love Christmas. I love. It makes me feel good to give. I like. I love getting just like everybody else. But it, like this is fun. I like. I I love dressing up as Santa Claus and having my my sack full of gifts and just giving presents out. Uh, Kit Bake, another local musician, uh, he usually comes and helps me out, like to pass out gifts and keep an eye and make sure that everybody gets one. You know, if somebody got left out, make sure everybody in the audience has one. Yeah. Because you know, I'm up on stage, I can't <clears throat> keep track of who got what. You know, but he he likes to help and make sure everybody gets at least one present. You know, that's really cool, man. I, I I'm I never was big on Christmas so much, but it's. I don't know. It's it's more to look forward to now as I'm getting older, I guess. You know, yeah. but um, our our thing in our house is Halloween. That's uh, I love Halloween uh, too. Yeah. That's actually my favorite holiday. <laughs> it's definitely if a- you if you couldn't tell <laughs> if you couldn't tell Halloween's my favorite. Uh, I just I I just wish they could be one <laughs> one big three month holiday. You know. Hallow Christmas. It kind of is, man. Hallow Christmas. It's just that Halloween only lasts for two days, and then the next day you have half the people to start getting everything ready for Christmas, and then other people like us, we wait till after Thanksgiving to put anything up. Oh, I don't celebrate White People Day, so fuck that shit. <laughs> I go, I go. Jesus Halloween. wasn't white, man. I go Halloween. <laughs> What's he was Jesus, a he was a Middle Eastern Jew what's, for God's sake. What's, what's Jesus? What's Jesus have to do with Thanksgiving? That's White People Day. Oh, okay, you got me there. You got Thanksgiving me there. is White People Day. Don't get me started. You said no politics. Are Don't you, get me started. Are you not started. white and Indian though? I'm half breed. Yeah, that's a reason to gorge on food. If you ask me, no, fuck that. Fuck that, dude. That's that's a national day of mourning. 
All that's right. a national day of mourning. There. That's a national day of mourning. That is definitely a white people holiday. Yeah, that is a fucking white yeah. people day. I do not celebrate it. Um, you know, more power to you if that's what you want to do. Just don't fucking involve me in it. You know, I, I don't agree with it. I don't understand, honestly. Like, cancel culture got everything on the planet, even stuff that it shouldn't have gotten, but that day is <laughs> <Yeah>. left alone. <laughs> Why? Dude, are you, you really It's because they renamed it Friendsgiving. I, and then fuck, called it good. Fuck Thanksgiving. <laughs> fuck Thanksgiving. Fuck Friendsgiving. Fuck Punksgiving. <laughs> fuck all that shit. I was pretty upset. I was supposed to play a show. I had been on it. Uh, I had agreed to it. And then a month later, they decided to start sell- saying it was Punksgiving. And uh, said, come celebrate Thanksgiving with your favorite punks. I didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I never... I never cancel shows for anything. Uh, but, you know, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to have to rent a car for this shit. I, I was like, I originally, I was planning on just showing up, playing my song, White People, and then saying, fuck you and leaving. <laughs> and this is friends of mine. And I love everybody. I love all the bands that played. And I love my friends that put it together. But I am really that much against Thanksgiving. I would get a kick out of anybody singing fuck white people at a Thanksgiving show. That'd yeah. be amazing. As a white person, <laughs> I, I approve that message. Well, I, you know, and that was that was my original plan. But then because of being dicked around by the shop, I still didn't have my car. Uh, and I would have had to rent a car just to get up there. And, you know... I, there's your gig money I, right I there. Just, I was like, fuck it, you yeah. know, fuck it. Like, I'm not getting paid for this gig. You know, I'm not, you know, fuck it. I can't, I can't afford to do it. I'll just, so I, I just sent a message and let them know that I had to cancel. Cause I originally, I was just going to go, you know, like I love my friends and I didn't want to leave them hanging. So I was going to just show up, play white people, say, fuck you and get off stage and then watch Wolf Ugly play and be like, yeah, fuck <laughs> Wolf Ugly. I love those guys. I want to get those guys on, man. Yeah. You definitely need to. They're they're amazing. They they're seem like good. They're good people. They're, I've never. I haven't like, heard a bad thing about them. Everybody. Yeah. That's I mean, other through, than the so. fact that they celebrate White People Day, they are good people. <laughs> it's a conspiracy from Butterball to sell turkeys. Fuck that shit, man. <laughs> turkeys are for Christmas. Tof. To- to- turkeys turkey. are for Christmas. I make. <laughs> oh, no. I make a bomb ass. I make a bomb ass Christmas turkey. I do. It's fucking amazing. I'll show you pictures. All right. So white people, <laughs> white people day is out, but Christmas is in. Yeah. So basically, I go from um, Halloween to Samhain, and then November second, I turn on one hundred four point one, and I listen That's to nothing on, but huh? Christmas music <laughs> until after Christmas. Like literally every day, just engorge myself on Christmas music. I am just all about that shit. Like I can't tell you, it's. <laughs> Cool. It's it's awful. Well, I'm, I'll definitely try to make person. an appearance at the uh, your Krampus edition here. Uh, Christopher Murdoch and Darlington presents the fifth annual Norman. So just Christmas so you know, Smash. my name is Christoph, not Christoph. Christopher. Sorry, sorry. Like what the fuck is that shit? <clears throat> the E threw me off. Like, man. I, I know, thought it was. I, I know, thought it ended in P. I know you're white, but I didn't think you were a white trash. I thought you knew how to fucking pronounce shit. Hey. I only have the nice house because of that woman in there. <laughs> so you are white I am, trash. I come from a good stock of white trash. <laughs> not really. It's not too bad. Oh, it's my God. It's country out where I'm from. I'll tell you that, though. You know, I got no problem. Actually, hell, it's not even that anymore. The turnpike going in out there now has changed that. So look at that. Look at that fucking turkey. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a beautiful turkey. <laughs> I, I tell you what, man. I am... <laughs> I am a good fucking cook. 
I am a good cook, but I will never make a turkey for white people day, but I will make a bomb ass turkey for, for Christmas. You do the uh, brine or the grilled or the uh, deep fry? What's your, what's your uh, method? I, I don't know. I, 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 I looked up uh, some recipes for some European white people shit and it was all in, <laughs> and, and, and then I had to figure it out. It's all salt. It's it, all it is. I had, to figure, I had to figure it out because it was all, it was all like in like metrics, all the measurements. And, uh, so then I just kind of did my own thing with it. And then I just made like an amazing Turkey that everybody loved. That's, that's really all I can tell you. Look at it again. That's good. Oh, and it, it was just the best. In the whole world, I never cooked a turkey before that. You That's know my what? very first one. <clears throat> my sister made one for White People Day, and uh, it's the first time she ever made one too, and it was perfect. And I'm like, I had to try for a couple different years to get it to come out quite yeah. right, especially in the oven. It seems like it's a little more. Yeah, weird. you know, and uh, this one wasn't as bad. Like at home, I use cast iron cookware, and a lot of it's stovetop and stuff like that. This one wasn't as bad. I, I kind of figured out what to do and, and just kept a good eye on it. Um, but I tell you, switching from the cast iron to regular when I'm doing the stovetop stuff, when I'm over at my mom's house using using her cookware, sucks. <laughs> I, I, I this it's the year, same shit from when you were a yeah, kid. This this year this year <laughs> I'm bringing I'm bringing some of my cast iron with me because everything cooks differently. Yeah. the times are different, the taste is different, everything comes out, and I'm like, people are like, man, this is really good. I was all like, this sucks, dick. You guys don't even know this is like shit compared to when I cook at home. So uh, this year, um, I'm bringing I'm bringing my cookware with me just in case I do any cooking at her house because I probably will because you know I love you, mom, but I'm better at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a better I'm a better cook than my mom. Man, I, it's hard in my house. So we, everybody seems to be able to be good cooks in my house. Even my son, he's 12, and he's like he'll I'll wake up in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, he's got the whole house smelling good and everything, and then I'll look at what he has, and it looks like a bowl of shit. Yeah. And I'm like, how can you make Something smells so good and looks so bad at the same time. There's got to be a talent in that. And I, I, I'm about presentation as well. All these photos, all these photos are, are food that I've cooked, and I'm about presentation as well. And uh, you did not cook that cat. No, no, she's uh, that's Elsa. That's Elsa. Uh, I was like, man, where where was that at? Tough crowd. Oh, this is a. Uh, I made I made some pumpkin some pumpkin uh, treats for cats. <laughs> nice. And so that's her eating her pumpkin treat. She she usually comes with me to mom's for Christmas. So she's actually she uh, took over mom's rocking chair, and sits on the rocking chair, and that's her eating the little pumpkin treat. I had a cat. The neighbor's cat broke into my house and uh, got stuck in the garage. So I went out and got it. <clears throat> As I'm trying to figure out what the hell to do with this thing, it found its way into my uh, Rick Simpson oil, which is basically hash oil. Yeah. And uh, then it fell asleep behind the coffee pot for about four hours. <laughs> it was okay, though, right? It was okay, yeah. Okay. We, we got it back to them. And he's still a little woozy, but uh, <laughs> I thought, God damn, I set that thing down for just a, just a second. Yeah. And he was, God damn. Well, it'd be easy to take care of him. <laughs> well, you want to play, uh, uh, you want to do another Christmas tune? Then we can talk about this movie. Sure. What Christmas tune should I do? Hmm. How about, how something punk rock punk rock i don't have a clue man you like you like uh the ramones yeah because i always felt like it's it's never really christmas until you hear merry christmas i don't want to fight tonight (laughs) as you know back back in the land of mtv back when that was a thing and they actually played music videos every year they would play the video for merry christmas i don't want to fight tonight 
Let's hear it. Where's Santa and his sleigh? Tell me why is it always this way? Where's Rudolph? Where's Blitzen, baby? All the children are tucked in their beds. Sugar plum fairies in their heads. Snow is falling. I'm so excited, baby. I love you, you love me. That's the way it's got to be. I love you from the start, you know, Christmas ain't the time to break each other's hearts. Santa and his sleigh Oh, tell me now, why is it always this way? Where's Rudolph? Where's Blitzen, baby? All the children are tucked in their beds Sugar plum fairies in their heads Snow is falling, I'm so excited, baby I love you, you love me That's the way it's got to be I love you uh, from the start, you know Christmas ain't the time for breaking each other's hearts So uh, I used to, uh, I feel like, I feel like I've not been representing myself on this show because all my songs are depressing as fuck and, and slow as shit. And I don't know. I've just not, that's not what I've been showing you guys today. Cause I'm all hyped up on, on a old glory energy drinks, old glory, the best energy drink that will not give me, uh, they, 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 they won't, they won't promote me or give me, give me, uh, any kind of an endorsement deal, which sucks. But, uh. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to come in the mail, but there's a new energy drink called Slasher Energy Drink that uh, is sending me a case and uh, a t-shirt and stuff, and uh, hopefully that's good, and uh, then hopefully maybe they'll give me an endorsement offer. Slasher Energy Drinks. Check them out. Um, (laughs) uh, So one of the things, I always make jokes because all my stuff's really depressing, and one of the things that I've been uh, looking to find a place to do, but nobody wants to do it, I want to... uh, I, I want to get some laser etching and, and uh, laser etch my logo on uh, some straight razors and uh, sell Christoph home DIY kits at my shows. But uh, people Ouch. don't think that's funny. Ouch. People, people aren't amused <laughs> by that. Dark. And I, as somebody who's battled you suicide said every this day. This time of year is depressing. And like you I said, have razor yeah. blades for merch? Yeah. Well, you know, and I, I feel like. As 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 somebody who's been battling <laughs> depression and and suicidal thoughts since I was fucking seven years old, 
if anybody can make jokes about it and has the right to make jokes about it, it's me. And if you don't like that, fuck you. <laughs> you know? Fuck you. This is how I fucking deal. Hey, you know? Yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't know. It was way, back in like around 2000 or so, uh, we had a really bad snow and ice storm. And uh, Christmas basically got canceled because people couldn't like get out and, and even drive down the block let alone to their family's houses because the ice was so bad. And I wrote this song. As I sit here alone this Christmas just watching the snow uh, fall down Thinking about how things used to be Before I left that old town So long ago I had no idea it'd be gone so long Now all I want this Christmas Is to be back home in your arms Santa, if you really out there Please grant me this one wish Jesus, if you hear my crying This lonely, lonely heart I can't take much more of this Really out there 
me this one wish Jesus, if you hear my cry This lonely, lonely heart I can't take much more of this Santa, if you're really out there This I won't be And Jesus, if you hear my crying This lonely, lonely heart Just can't take much more of this Nice <clears throat> So there you go, that's, that's my, my one Christmas original <laughs> cool man so yeah. i actually remember this the ice storm you're talking about i was in uh 10th grade actually god i'm old <laughs> <laughs> you know like I, i've there's always been jokes about how old i am like i remember back in the day um like i even re just reading online like back when chat rooms were still a thing and uh the oklahoma punk scene.com i remember reading a thread somebody posted about how old's that Kristoff guy anyway he's got to be like fucking ancient da -da -da -da. he's been around forever what all does he fucking do and like everybody's like taking guesses at my age and some guy's like <laughs> i know for i know for a fact he's got to be like i don't know i said something like 400 years old da -da -da. that is one <laughs> undead motherfucker that i've jammed with in a graveyard at midnight and and he eats toxic waste <laughs> <laughs> Then you have all the other trolls like, oh, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Seen it. That I'm must not, be true. It, it, yeah. Evidence. You know, I, yeah, like yeah, anytime, anytime your name, you're somebody, people fucking know you, like, you know, people recognize you. It, it, well, you're kind good of a, or, good or bad. You're, you're quite a recognizable striking person. figure, man. You're, you're a tall dude. But people are going to talk shit. No, it's like, whatever. I've come to terms with that. I've heard so many fucking lies about me. And I, I you can't sit there and publicly deny them because then people say, oh, it's true, it's true. So all yeah. I can do is just live my best life. Let them say what the fuck they're going to say. People are going to say what they want to say, but if anybody's ever actually talked to me or had a conversation with me or tried to get to know me, they'll know that it's bullshit. So that's all I try to do is just be me and do me and try my best not to talk shit about other people anymore, which is kind of hard because I like to talk shit. But, well, you know. it's actually why what struck me to get you on the show was because uh, the guys with Psychotic Reaction said, uh, <laughs> he said that he didn't really like getting out much because he sounded like Ross from Friends. And I said, wow, that's alarmingly self-aware. He goes, yeah, there's one thing we, we have plenty of. And then he was talking about how you, you know, he's this big, tall dude, and you would think, I'm not talking to that fucking guy. So I'm like, well, we obviously have to get him on the show then. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I man, I you know, I, I get I get in my head. I was like, man, what am I going to talk about? I'm going to get there, and I'm just oh, gonna, it's going to be like I'm just not going to open my mouth, and I'm just going to be all like, okay, and not say anything. I was real paranoid about that. You're the pro. You you've been around a lot longer so, than we have. So 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 <laughs> I uh, hyped myself up on energy drinks so that way I could just uh, ramble. Well, <laughs> that's like, what I do. I mean, <laughs> 
Well, I would say, based on our conversation before, you could you know, switch to cocaine like an adult, but it's probably not the best of ideas. <sighs> yeah, I'm scared. I'm <laughs> scared. Not, not at our ages, you know. Uh, well, hey, tell me about this movie, because I, I saw it on... Uh, that was the first thing that really turned me on to you, and and uh, I watched it. It's on YouTube. It clocks in about like 20 minutes or so. It's, it's not it's real long. It's just under 30. I think yeah. it's like 28, 29. Okay. Uh, pretty cool little little flick you guys put together there. So how did, how did that all come together? All right, so one year... For Halloween, I uh, I decided to be Leatherface, and uh, I was uh, at the time I was just coming That's off a, good a mic. major. Uh, yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Uh, I was just uh, coming off a major bout of depression. <coughs> uh, I hadn't shaved or cut my hair in like two fucking years, and I was fucking huge. I had I was a hundred pounds heavier than I am now, and I'm still I'm overweight right now. I never got back to what I used to be. You know, I used to be 240. You know? what, what time for it? When was this? So like 2018 uh, or 20, so? 2016, 2017. Okay. okay. So, uh, something like that. I, I'm bad with time. I don't oh, that's really. That's cool. But I think it was around then. Anyway, I decided to be Leatherface. And uh, my, my buddy uh, Four from God and Machine, the uh, the uh, industrial band here in Oklahoma. Mm. Uh, uh, but I'll look, check it er, out. Eric Exton. Uh, anyway, he, uh, he said, you know, kind of jokingly, he was all like, man that's a really good costume. We should do a Leatherface fan film. And I said, yes, we should. <laughs> should we? Yeah. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and so we were just talking, we were bouncing some ideas back and forth. And, um, and, and, uh, I wrote a song called pray to the saw. And, um, uh, while we were bouncing our ideas back and forth and, like I like to pump religion into all my songs. I'm really I'm a fan of religion. It's just so interesting to me. Uh, I you know just same all the different ones. I'm, so, I'm not a religious guy, but I'm fascinated by the yeah. uh, so the group think. So I wrote this song, "Pray to the Saw," and played it for him. Uh, you know, sent him like a little rough video, and uh, and then and he wrote a script treatment, and we found some other people. Uh, who reworked the script into like an actual script uh, and um, had a bunch of, got a bunch of film people around and real cameras and shit. And we went and we made a movie. And uh, so I, you know, me and Eric, we co-created it together. Um, he wrote it, he directed in it, uh, directed it. And, um, and, and he uh, starred as the uh, patriarch of the family. And I starred as the son of the saw and, uh, um, spent money for the first time ever to record so I could get like an actual professional recording and uh, uh, made my song for the closing credits of it. And I also got a few friends to uh, be on the, uh, the the soundtrack, whatever soundtrack you can call it, a half hour film. You know, I got uh, the Punk Necks are on there and Barnyard Stompers are on there. And um, Barnyard Stompers do a lot of cool chainsaw songs, actually. You should check them I'll out. I'll check them out. Yeah. I did, none of these are local bands, but yeah, check out the Punk Necks and check out Barnyard Stompers. If you like good fucking country music, uh, these are bands to check out. Um, and uh, yeah, we just fucking made a movie. And, uh, and, and Eric also did all the special effects in it. He designed the mask and, you know, um, dude, like he he knew a guy out in the middle of nowhere that just bought some property, all the wires, the house had already been gutted. Uh, I, uh, I grabbed mom's generator, showed up there to power everything with the generator. And, uh, that's cool, man. You know, DIY, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Completely, completely. Like the fact that we had an actual crew 
and production team was just a fluke. I think there was a there was a guy, uh, Darren, uh, maybe Darren Gray. I'm so, like I haven't talked to anybody in forever, so I'm like forgetting names. Well, the names I got on it were uh, Eric Ekstan and uh, Mike Ransberg. Yeah, that's the two I got. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, um, so there's a there's a guy named Darren. He played uh, the cameraman in the, sh- the film. Uh, nobody knew who he was. And um, Eric thought he was my friend. I thought he was Eric's friend. And he was just like this huge Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan. And uh, he brought actual props from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D, the guy who plays the mayor, has a size 15 foot. And Darren had his screen-used cowboy boots that he wore in that movie. And those are the shoes that I wore because I got a size 15 foot. Oh, so foot. there's Easter eggs in this yeah, thing. Oh, yeah. nice. That's uh, cool. You know, um, little things like that, you know. Uh, and it was, it was just a really fun experience. It was like, you know, 30 below, raining, sleeting, snowing. And I'm out there in a wife beater swinging a chainsaw around. And everybody else is all crying and huddled <laughs> by the fire. And I'm all like, Psh, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, I'm all, I'm all fucking, you know, I, I, I got no glasses. I've got a mask and I'm all like pilled out uh, on pain pills. Cause you know, I'm, I'm all jacked up and I'm having to swing this chainsaw around, you know? And, uh, so, so complete and total safety, <laughs> complete and total safety. And, uh, Still you know. safer than Alec Baldwin said. Right, right. Oh, oh. Well, you know, <laughs> well, like you know, and me and Eric, we 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 do care about people and care about actors. So, like, um, you know, it's the only time somebody that was in danger that wasn't me or him was never. It was just me or him. You know, it's like the uh, the scene where he gets shoved through the wall. Mm. Well, that was legit. Like. I shoved him that hard <laughs> that he fell through the wall. Like we made it him because we weren't going to shove an actor that hard, you know? So we shoved him that hard and literally put him through a wall. Ooh. Like th- you see the wall break behind him. We did not pre-score that wall or anything like that. That is just like, I just didn't hold back. I went boop. A nice effect. <laughs> and he flew through the wall. Like, Cut it. Um, <laughs> that's print. <laughs> you know, but everything else, we were real careful around everybody else, you know. Um acting is something I've I've always had an interest in as far as I, I cuz I, even when I was young, I was so much bigger, I'd always play the Jason or Michael Myers in the haunted houses that they put on. Dude, I still do. I hate to be the, the one to break this to you, but you are not a big dude. Compared to you, you are a fucking tiny little fish. <laughs> A tiny little goldfish, sir. A tiny little I was goldfish. bigger than everybody when I was that age. What's 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 Nemo? You're a little Nemo. Most people wouldn't consider a guy that's six foot three tiny. You're you're you're, <laughs> right? you're a tiny little Nemo, sir. Five eight. <laughs> like, microscopic. Well, anyway, I'm fucking Jaws, and you're a fucking tiny. I'm little I'm not Nemo. denying that. You're a you're a uh, you're a very large individual. Yes, you are. So can you imagine? I was a hundred pounds bigger than I am right now when I did that fucking movie. That it would definitely look the part for the Leatherface. Oh piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was it, a fat fuck. And, considering, <laughs> well, and it seems like everything's amplified on film. It seems like people that are tiny, anyways, are going to appear even tinier on yeah. camera. And people that are big are going to. It seems like it just. I, well, I don't think that's true about people appearing tinier because you know, look at Tom Cruise. But he has a big head. 
Yeah, that's, that's true. how he does it kind of works. Same with Mel Gibson. You, ever, you, I saw him at, at something, and it was just in the distance. That's actually was, why South Park makes fun of him. He's that a little way. dude, man. Like uh, South Park always makes fun of all these famous people with big heads. So like they always make the cartoon, but then they use a cutout of their real head. I thought he was shorter, but it says he's five wow, seven. Yeah, it's pretty short. Dude. But I thought he was shorter than that. I thought he was like Danzig height. Rob, <laughs> Rob Zombie's about my height. Like he's around my height. Steven like, yeah, Tyler, I saw Aerosmith. Really I was like, Are really you short. fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah, fucking Danzig. Danzig. Oh I mean, yeah. Everybody jokes yeah, yeah. about how tall he is, but I saw him at the Diamond, and I was like, He's on stage, and I was eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's a four foot stick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I love I love Danzig. I'm not making fun. I love Danzig. I think he's wonderful. But yeah, I was like, dude, you really are short. <laughs> and always getting punched in the face. Is he done getting punched in the face? That was think? just once. Oh, uh, well, on camera. <laughs> yeah, it was just once. That was fucking dumb. Poor that guy. was fucking dumb. I met the uh the dude's wife that that uh that did that. Like uh she she worked at a hotel. I stayed at some sometime when i was on the road she was like the person i had to talk with whoa what a what a mind fuck for we had that. we had a conversation after after i was done talking shit about the guy she was all like that's my husband I was like, so nice. <laughs> you still gonna cut us a deal <laughs> on this here room yeah no she was really nice she was really nice and yeah i got a different perspective of the story than i had from online bullshit and um you know, yeah. Everybody yeah. can think what they want to think. We aren't that dude, and we aren't Danzig, so we don't know the truth. We just know they got in a side fight. A, side <laughs> B, and side internet. Yeah, <laughs> they got in a fight, and Danzig. Uh, you know, it wasn't his day to yeah. to win that. I one. mean, he didn't even get knocked out. He just got knocked down. Yeah, you know, but, people are like, he got knocked the fuck out. No, he got knocked down. It, that happens. It looked a lot worse than it probably was, yeah. like most as most fights yeah. do. But uh, God, but, you know, like, dude, I don't care. You know, when you're not expecting that to happen, even even if you did bow up and you're not expecting it to happen, you're gonna get knocked on your yeah. ass. It happens. I get knocked on my ass plenty. So fucking what? That doesn't mean I got my ass kicked. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh. You know. It, it, you know, if it's like a legit fight, just getting knocked on my ass doesn't stop me. Uh, you know, I'm still now. I'm just eye to eye with you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now, now, now it's easier for me not to get kicked in the nuts. I was, I was about to say, <laughs> I, I find it hard for someone to if they'd have to really be reaching to try and get a knockout shot on your jaw, man. You're you're at a you're at a different altitude than most people. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I you know, I'll be honest. I try not to fight anymore. I'm fucking old. I'm oh, fucking I brittle as shit. Uh, probably 10 years. I you know, know, I found, I found out one day I was all like, you know, I slipped on the ice and fell and it not only knocked the fucking wind out of me, but I cracked a fucking rib. I was like, mm. Oh shit, I'm old. So I, you know, I, I, I try to, I try to not get in fights anymore. Same. I mean, I still, if I have to, I'm going to do what I got to do. And you know, I'm going to do what I got to right. fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, my, my policy on that is if someone cares so little about their own personal space to invade mine to that degree that yeah. they already, they've, they've rolled the dice when they stepped off the curb, bitch. You're going to get what you're going to get. But I'm definitely going to try and talk it out first. <laughs> sure, sure. You know, I mean, I don't want to go to jail again. You know, I'm going to try and talk shit out. I've already been to jail for a fucking fight and I was looking at like 30 plus years. Uh, I don't want to fucking deal with that shit again. Yeah. You know? Uh, so I, I just, I try to talk shit out and I try to walk away if it's a 
thing where I can walk away. If it's not, uh, I'll do what I got to do. And but then just, I don't talk about it because I don't want to go to jail. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> like, you know, with the way, th- th- way everything is today, especially in the state of Oklahoma, if you pick a fight with somebody, that person is likely carrying heat. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another thing, you know, because even beforehand, like, there's so many people I knew that were packing. Yeah. Don't. So, like, you know, I, I had to learn to, you know, I was all like, you got to really know you, you can't fuck with a stranger yeah and leave people and alone. if a stranger's fucking with you like you know i've had a gun pulled out on me a time or two and uh you know not pleasant poss- it, you know it, it is what it is it is what it is and i mean i was a little crazier then than i am now but so i, I don't think i gave a fuck at the time but you know it's like i don't really want to get shot and you, you got to think about that man because like especially now you know, it's it's legal open carry, and you know it's not just the people that are hiding it. There are people that's right there on, on their, their side. Head, yeah, you know, you see it, and you know, it's like, dude, you know, you just it, it goes back to don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah, you know, mind your own <laughs> fucking p's and q's. Leave you do alone. you, let them do them. <coughs> you know, but you know, and it's the people that are like packing, aren't usually starting shit. Usually, usually. They're not usually starting shit. They're they're always ready to jump in and finish shit. They're they're ready. They're ready. They're they are ready to jump in and finish shit. As but we have not seen starting uh, shit. Not talking politics, but as we have seen recently in this country, yeah, uh, that can things can devolve very very quickly. Right. You know. But the best thing is though, like the the one good thing is like everybody I've seen packing, although they're ready at a hair's notice to to jump in and finish shit, they they don't ever seem to be starting the shit and that's good that's good because that would bother me a lot <laughs> oh, man. well and it's other other situations where it gets to that point and it's like did it need to i mean yeah. legally i know what the laws are as far as self-defense but man if things just one thing would have went different that would have never happened you yeah. know but oh well you know. before we carry on since we just talked about the movie okay i should play the song right sure I mean, I don't really have anywhere else to go. Well, so we're, keep <laughs> we we're at an hour and a half. So oh, I got to yeah. go to work at some point, guys. Yeah. Like, fuck your job. Um, I, dude, every day I say that. <laughs> I'm saying every day. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, that, you know, there's more important shit. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the wrong. That's the wrong movie. Ruh, ruh. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this is uh, Pray to the Saw. Let's hear it. Upon with this chainsaw in my hand I never taught respect for my fellow man Like in a good country boy start to survive With flesh for the feast and some rebel pride With his chainsaw roaring up above my head You'll cry out in vain to the Lord But you'll soon be dead (laughs) 
Old daddy always said The saw will provide The saw is family It's law we abide The saw is good The saw is God The roar of the chain The heavens will fall With this chainsaw roaring up above my head You'll cry out in vain to the Lord But you'll soon be dead The dichotomy of a song in a rockabilly feel about murder is actually pretty cool. I like that. Uh, <laughs> the tempo does not uh, reflect the the lyrics. Yeah, you know, it's got uh, kind of a darker, I don't know, almost a '60s vibe, I guess. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I like it. You know, it's just a basic blues riff. You know, it's nothing uh, special. You know, that's where most of the best songs come from. They're all yeah. the same damn chords. Look, AC/DC made a career out of AC Three. and DC. <laughs> so. <laughs> Man, they fucking own it. They well. own it, and they do it right. Ever then, I got to be honest. I was, I wasn't wanting to hate the new record. I just thought this is probably their swan song. But dude, that's I haven't a, heard the new. Record. It's a really good one. Yeah, it really came back and brought the heat, man. Right on. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear much new music anymore because I'm fucking busy and I'm broke. Yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, this is my only job. So you know, what little money I make goes into surviving and fucking back into the business. Both so. I don't have a whole lot of a, a whole lot of just buying new records every week like right. I used to back in the day. Yeah. Well, I, and I got the new Taylor Swift though. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't listened to it yet. You bought the CD. You actually bought the 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 actual tangible music. Yeah, I I, I prefer tangible music. I do too, man. I, I really, I really liked when she went. I hated when she was quote unquote country because that wasn't country music. But when she went pure pop, I was like, man. Well, she's owning it. That's pretty it, good. That's you know? pretty good. I did a. Uh, I was sick, so the recording kind of sucks. But if you look, if you look on the line, you'll find a recording I did of uh, one of her songs. Somebody, somebody said, "Here's a chance for some money if you do this." I said, "I like money." <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> the one time that he does that, I, I like I had that program in there at one point. Where what? you hit the button where it's like, I like money. Oh, I like money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had that programmed in this little thing, but I don't have it programmed in there right now. Hell, let's take what he just said, isolate it, and we yeah. use it from now on. <laughs> um, That's fine, but you'll have to start paying me. Maybe maybe in 2022 we're this, getting there. What's just, up with all these music artists always wanting to get paid? I, I don't understand. Because I have bills no, to pay, so I don't have oh, I don't have shit. a nice day job like that you guys. Is, that is definitely. A, <laughs> so I don't have a nice day job. No. It's well, definitely not a nice, a nice day. day job like <laughs> this guy. Keeps, keeps oh. the lights on. I make drugs for a living, sir. Well, um, hey, uh, so how's it going? Uh, my name is Christoph. It's nice to meet you. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, can I have some drugs, sir? <laughs> Hey, if if COVID medication is your thing, I think I might be able to. <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately, I, I make them of the uh, pharmaceutical nature, yeah. not the uh, yeah. Colombian jungle nature. No, no, no. Like- <laughs> Colombian jungle nature. <laughs> 
Pills are nice. Pills are nice. Ah, uh, it's true. It's it's a gig. Hopefully, uh, we we got some stuff in the works for next year about this. Hopefully, we can start generating some income. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into screen printing and start doing some merch. And right on. Uh, we're trying to set a gig up with Reggie Wheat. He's a local I love promoter. him. Reggie's such a good yeah. guy. I've known him since way back in the uh, the Green Door venue yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. Like from the day one and he, i mean we would love to he's good people we we told him we'd like to maybe we can put a percentage up for an offer or a guarantee that's needed or something and and work something out maybe uh, sometime in 2022 we can do that so hopefully we can hopefully we can get you on there and pay you hopefully i uh, yeah. would really really like to get into that game it seems like it'd be a lot of fun yeah you know? man i i enjoyed doing this this is fun if you ever uh if you ever want me to come back just let me know I'll uh I'll come back and just sit in the corner and talk shit on. Hey people. man, that's that's, that's <laughs> what our that's the thing is like we have ideas for income and we're gonna start executing next year. But through this year, our our motto has been well, it's cheaper than therapy. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, I don't know. I get my therapy for free. <laughs> oh well, I guess you do too with the VA, don't you? I'm the only. Yeah. Mother, I'm the sucker. Yeah. I'm the white guy. Yeah, you know, like yeah. That, that's the that's the it's one not thing. it's not the best therapy. It's therapy. <laughs> no, that's the one thing that I do love uh, about being native is is that I do get um, doctoring and things through the tribe. And um, but I think free healthcare should be a human right, not a native right, not a veteran right, but a human right. I think everybody should get free basic healthcare. Like, you know, I mean, you know, I'm not saying, you know, go get Life some plastic surgery. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't get some plastic surgery in a tit job sure, sure. On, on our dime, you know, as taxpayers, but you know, Go see the doctor. Yeah. You know, fucking stay alive. Stay yeah. healthy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Wheels of society burn or turn slow. Burn, yeah. burn slow. Burn slow. Well, maybe that's where we're headed. I don't the wheels know. of society burn slow as they go to their highway to hell. Hey, I like it. Well, Christoph Murdoch, thank you for being in, man. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, we will, uh, we'd like to check in with you again, maybe spring. Well, hell, you're going on tour in December. We can check in with you in the springtime. How about that? Okay. Yeah, cool. I'm down with that. So before before I go, I have to recap uh, concert dates. This is this is just a local thing, or is this like an all over thing? Uh, we have regional we have, regional listeners, but we yeah. do have some that are. We have some international. All right. But well, so okay, not. on uh, December seventh, I will be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, at the Blackbird on Pearl. Uh, December 8th in Salina, Kansas, at the Patron Nightclub. December 9th in Des Moines, Iowa, at Lefties. Uh, December 10th in Lincoln, Nebraska, at the Nebraska Bar and Grill. December 11th in uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas, at TJ Leland's. Uh, then December 18th, I'm going to be back home doing my annual Christmas party. That's going to be at the Resonator in Norman, Oklahoma. You definitely want to come out to that. It is a show not to be missed. Um, I'll be doing nothing but Christmas songs. I'll be dressed up as punk rock Santa. Uh, you cannot sit on my lap, though, because... Uh, today's day and age yeah, somebody yeah. might get the wrong idea yeah i don't want <laughs> to i don't want to get canceled because somebody decided to sit on my lap <laughs> i want to have the me tour attached to you yeah. you know oh uh my website is christophonline.com you can keep up to date with uh where i'm going to be on the calendar there it's c h r i s t o p h e online.com <laughs> <laughs> Breaking my balls here, man. You're breaking my balls. 
All right, guys, check them out. Uh, I'll get this poster up on the internet, and so all y'all can see it. It's uh, December 18th at the Resonator. It's the Christoph Murdoch and Darlington presents the fifth annual Norman Christmas Bash. Yeah, we, we got a good uh, lineup this year. Um, we brought back some of our regulars, the Costanzas, who uh, actually do uh, misfit songs with Christmas lyrics. Um, we've got Kind of Creepy. Uh, you know, they're regulars for this as well. Um, I wish I'd talked to them, so I'm uh, trying yeah. to get them on. Uh, yeah, they're really reaction. cool. They're really yeah. cool dudes. And too. Uh, so, psychotic reaction. We were going to bring them back, but they couldn't do this one. But we did bring in newcomers, Broke Ass Radio, which are a phenomenal them. band. If yeah. you ever get the chance, yeah, to yeah, we're check making them connections out. with yep. them now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great band. Um, so yeah, it, you know, like I said, uh, what time does that kick off? Uh, probably about seven. Okay. Cool. I haven't made the. Uh, whole thing yet but i don't want to do it too early it's a yeah it's an adult party so i figure probably probably kick off the show about seven okay cool man we'll get every, all this stuff and everything and thank you for being on the show man appreciate yeah, it appreciate you jonathan take us out bro all right, the uh, local earshot podcast we run on the value for value system. That is time, talent, and treasure. We value everybody's time for listening. Uh, there's many d- different ways to give with your time. Uh, if you want to like create album art or anything for our episodes, or even help us create a new logo, uh, you can send us uh, any of those ideas at john at thelocalearshot.com. And as for talent, we are always looking for um, artists to come on and just talk about music and uh, and anybody that's inside the music industry in Oklahoma, uh, mainly. We work Oklahoma, but we can do uh, Zoom calls and other ways to connect with people um, outside of the state as we've done that before. Um, and then treasure, if you want to give with your money, uh, then you can go to the local earshot.com slash donate. Um, and there you can give either crypto or we do cash app or uh, Vitmo. Uh, and we're currently working on subscriptions and stuff. So we, we, we still haven't fully decided exactly how we're going to go about doing that. So uh, and then pretty soon we're going to have merchandise. So that's going to be another cool thing. I'm, that we're I'm working, working on. on I got my screen so. printer up and running, buddy. We're, we're not too far behind now. <laughs> First t-shirt. So. Than the world, yeah. Because I mean, I uh, I actually make a lot of really cool T-shirts on Redbubble.com, uh, and and I do a lot of music theme type um, shirts. So uh, so I figure that if we we start making shirts, we we might do some theme ones that have like some Oklahoma type music little stuff going on. So sounds good. But all yeah, right, man. Uh, well, thank you for listening, Christoph Murdoch. Again, thank you. Yeah, everybody out there, we love y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Thanks for sticking around.